Monday, December 18th, the week of Christmas is officially upon us, and happy holidays to every single 49er fan who just enjoyed another game full of victory formation at the end of it. Do you realize that for the seventh time this year, Brock Purdy's been rested at the end of a football game seven times. The 49ers have been so in front, the game is so over, that they've gone to their backup quarterback in a situation that is, it's rare in football that you see that often a, uh, a, a, a backup quarterback just come on in and, 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 and wrap up the game. That's how good Brock Purdy was again on Sunday. Four touchdown passes on a day where the 49ers scored 45 points, which is a season high. You got to go back to the Bayou Jimmy Garoppolo shootout in 2019 to find a larger single game point total from the 49ers. They scored 48 that day in the Bayou. But uh, what a game for the Niners. And what's most impressive maybe about the whole thing is that they didn't even play great. They didn't. Certainly gave up more rushing yards than anyone wanted to see, but that is explainable, and we all know why, because we know who didn't play. Neither Eric Armstead nor Javon Hargrave was in there. That's going to change things. And Fred Warner didn't have a great game. Measuring him against the standard of, was that a good game or not? Yeah, he played a good game, but a good Fred Warner game? Not really. Not really. Some missed tackles out of him. Dre Greenlaw might have had a few. Wasn't a great game for the 49ers, but they win. They win going away, and they end up covering. If that's the way your boat floats as well, you walked out of that one with a winner-winner chicken dinner and a little something we like to call the NFC West crown. For the second year in a row, the division has been wrapped up with a win in the final game of the year against the St. Louis Rams. The 49ers would have the opportunity to have then have swept every single division game in their season. And what? We're talking two years in a row that that would have happened. Two years in a row. And the West is just no punching bag. We all know that. As a matter of fact, you hope that the West can uh, rear and bear its teeth a little bit on Monday Night Football. A banged up, not pointed in the right direction Eagles team going into Seattle this evening. Oh my goodness. Should be very, very interesting. Not only did the Niners have a game break their way, the Dallas Cowboys game did not break uh, any uh, any records in Buffalo. They got their butts whipped. And so there is one NFC team standing at 11 wins at this very hour. Maybe the Eagles join that club tonight. Maybe they don't. A one seed is the Niners right now. And they do kind of control their destiny the rest of the way here. So what a year. What a year right now. It's an awful lot of fun. And I thank you for all being here once again. 49ers wake up. Excuse me. Can't say that anymore. Niners wake up. Not trademarked. Not all right reserves. Niners wake up with Damon and Larry went off without a hitch this morning at 8 a.m. Um, Larry's getting some construction done in his little home studio there. So he'll be looking better soon. We're looking better right now. And thanks to you, your support has just been extraordinary. You know me like the back of your hand. You really do. Rockin' New Era 84 understands no sip of the day today. That ship has already sailed. But a ship that is now officially set sail are memberships. You wanted to figure out, you wanted another way to support this channel that is now available to you. We have memberships 
for the very first time. What does it get you? It gives you an avenue to support the channel more than it gets you anything. I really, you know, there's not going to be much exclusive content. I don't want to separate my crowd into a VIP section away from the other people. I just don't want to do that to the audience. But the audience asked me, Damon, we want more ways to support you, what you're doing. We believe in this. How do we support you? Well, memberships are now out, now out there. And believe me, we'll do something special. Something special will happen for members. But we just turned this bad boy on to the point where I don't even think it's available um, on, on the, uh, on the phone app, you can only get it like on your desktop. As a matter of fact, Stacy Leo says wild, wild West. Good morning. Plus fam. I'll become a member as soon as I can find this option on my phone. It might not even be there, but Stacy, again, your support has been unquestionable. Since the very day we started this, and I thank you all so very, very much, um, so many of the hardcore plusers have come on in to become our first 33 members. By the way, the current level of membership is known as Pluser. Jillian and I have already changed that. It hasn't updated. It will now be known as The Initiated. Are you among The Initiated? It would be great if you are. Be a nice little Christmas present here. For yours truly. By the way, we want to thank everyone who signed up and signed in early. Uh, J.D. Sugar, True Blue Forever, Sugar Shane 555, Nacho Crash, Daniel Marte, Michelle Haberman, Major T uh, Major Trips, uh, Michelle uh, Miguel Rodriguez, T. Dizzle, Michael Chan, East Bay Ricardo, Mike One Mike, Smiley Dan, Drew, Cigar Smoker, J.J. Raider, Stephen Brooks, Brian T. from the 203, O.C. Trust Attorney, Charles Johnson, Chef Eugene, Kaiser and Gilroy, uh, Master... Master Sith, Master Sith 40, Big Mac 8675, SM, Giant Niner Fan, Chef A, Wesley Brooks, Mark Persante, Raphael 5629ers, Brent Henderwolk, Hervenwolk, Brent, thank you, and Mentos, our first 33 members. And I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you for just watching. I'm telling you right now. You don't want to come in as a member? Just hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. What we're doing here is officially growing. It's officially working. And so are the San Francisco 49ers, growing and working in a way that is just unquestionable. We want to thank our sponsors, as always, starting with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Ike. And I'll tell you, Ike is going to figure out a way to get involved in these memberships to the point he reached out and he said, Damon, how do we get sandwiches to members? We're going to figure out a way to do that. So thank you for the unwavering, undying support from my man, Ike. Uh, as always, we want to thank mybookie.ag. If you're looking to make some plays around the world of sports, sign up for mybookie.ag. Use promo code DAMON to get 50% deposit match up to $1,000. We got our friend, uh, Paul Hughes, Dr. Paul Hughes at Hughes Orthopedics, who is sponsoring Post Game and Damon, had a really big show last night, and we thank him very, very much. If you're looking to avoid invasive surgery, Dr. Paul Hughes can be found at orthopedicsurgeries.com, and that is a website, orthopedicsurgeries.com, that can prevent you from actually needing an orthopedic surgery. He gave me the Kobe Bryant knee in Germany. My knee feels great all of a sudden. And we also want to thank Jax. I'm wearing a Jax original. Old school San Francisco Clippers. 
How about that? You can find that and get a lot of holiday shopping done at jacksf.com. Use promo code DamonBruce10 for 10% off your checkout. And I'll tell you, if you're worried about that delivery not arriving uh, arriving on time, go to Jack's. Their brick and mortar is right on Chestnut Street, and you'll find the coolest t-shirt shop you've ever seen with Bay Area sports involved. So our sponsors have been thanked. Our members have been loved. I'm feeling the love. Everyone's feeling good on a victory Monday. We got Chef Amy. Uh, Chef Amy right now is uh, very, very happy with things. Doing the I told you so happy dance this morning. Everyone feeling good. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, my goodness, look at what the Niners are. They're a team with two. They're they're the team with the best record in their conference, and they're sitting on one of the two players that is going to be named MVP. It's either going to be Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey. I don't see how it could be anybody else at this point. You know, those two guys have just been in harmony since they've become teammates together this uh, yesterday's broadcast, Sunday's broadcast offered us a look into who the 49ers are when Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel are all healthy and together. They're an undefeated football team when that happens, when they start and finish a game playing the same. And it's just going so well right now. The Niners win their division for the 22nd time in franchise history. They've swept the Cardinals. Uh, It's the 10th time in franchise history that Arizona's been swept by the Niners. It's the first time that they've done it in back-to-back seasons since 2012 and 13. That was obviously peak Harbaugh era. And this is the 12th consecutive overall win against an NFC West opponent, which is the most for any NFC West team since the Legion of Boom going back in 2008. And two. So this team is a special football team. If they stay healthy, something very special could happen this year. Nothing is guaranteed, but with health, your chances of winning a Super Bowl obviously go through the roof. And without it, it feels like it could disintegrate all in an instant. And as great as Sunday's game in Arizona was, Let me tell you, there was a scare in there. You saw how all fragile this really is. How the thinnest of threads holds a big, strong, powerful football team together. And that thread is called uninjured. You saw Christian McCaffrey doing an inventory of his knee. Very next play, Brock gets a roughing the passer call against him. Cardinal was all up around his neck and his head. He had to go to the blue tent. Sam Darnold had to come into, oh, it's still an actual game at this point in the game. And you saw how differently the system operates when Brock Purdy's not running the system. How's the system doing? Pretty good day for the system on Sunday, wasn't it? But boy, you take that one guy out of the system. And I was told that in a system, all you need to do is plug and play. Like anybody, anybody in the NFL would be an MVP candidate if they had just been lucky enough to be the the, the quarterback of the 49ers. It could have happened to me. It could have happened to you. Any just lucky, dumb enough to be here quarterback would have instantly been an MVP. That's how good the 49ers are. Wow. What, what What an analysis of how good they are. 
It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. SJWS, Merry Christmas to everyone. Go Niners. Brock Purdy in Nick Wright's cheeks. Okay, that's I didn't want to think about that this morning, but thank you. If you camp out in the Brock Purdy ain't it, you had an avalanche on your tent. An avalanche of facts, an avalanche of winning, an avalanche of indisputable statistics. What Brock Purdy is doing is wildly special. For him to be doing it at this point in his career makes this wildly unique. There's never been anyone who has maintained a steady, eddy hand on the wheel this early in his career as we're seeing. It's, it's really something else. He completed 16 to 25 pass attempts on Sunday for 242 yards. Another four touchdown game, his third four touchdown game of the season with a passer rating of 130. That's the sixth game this season with that passer rating. Aaron Rodgers in 2020 and in 2021 had a passer rating this frequently of 130 or north than Brock Purdy. And those were two of his four MVP seasons. That was Aaron Rodgers' first and third MVP season. So Brock Purdy is just doing things that were, when, when Aaron Rodgers did them, everyone acknowledged this is unquestionably the MVP of the league. But again, Aaron Rodgers was promised to everyone. Brock was not. So that's why a lot of people are confused because they, were, they, they weren't told by the media, hey, this is the way you need to think. And people, they want to be told how to think. They don't want to do much thinking for themselves. And so Brock Purdy has just snuck up on fans, on media members, on NFL GMs alike with a level of play that nobody could have assumed. But here it is. Whether you like it or not, shouldn't factor into how you come down on this issue. Doesn't matter if you didn't see Brock Purdy coming. You see him now, don't you? And some of you continue to answer the word, no, no, we still don't see what was going on here. Well, then you're blind. What's going on is pretty damn special. It's got precedent for being named MVP all over it. Christian McCaffrey, by the way, has now scored 20 total touchdowns this season. That's the second most total touchdown scored by a 49er in franchise history. Only Jerry Rice had more touchdowns in a single season. Jerry Rice had 23 in 1987. And that's a year where Jerry Rice took home the Riders' MVP. There used to be multiple MVPs given. There used to be multiple MVP governing bodies voting for him. And Jerry Rice has established precedent of any Niner to have a touchdown total like this has been named MVP in the past. So we'll see whose precedent actually gets them the award. But I really do think we are in a two-man race. What I love about the, the, the two men in this race the most is that the other one continues to lobby for the other one to win the award. Brock, who should be MVP? He'll tell you it's Christian McCaffrey. If you ask Christian McCaffrey who should be MVP, he'll tell you it's Brock Purdy. And that's why this puzzle fits together so well. Another reason why this offensive puzzle 
continues to be a masterclass since the bye week is the full-on buy-in of everyone blocking their dicks off for everyone. And that's what's happening. You look at some of the plays that the 49ers put out on the field. You don't rack up yardage in singular individual plays like that unless there is a massive full team buy-in. Explosive plays are generated only when running backs are blocking for wide receivers or wide receivers are blocking for running backs. Blocking cannot be just the province of your offensive line. Everybody's got to live in that village. Everybody's got to block their rear ends off for explosive plays to happen one or two times in a football game. You look at how many times they happen with the Niners, it's ridiculous. It's like a Madden game. You know, 20-yard plays followed by 20-yard plays followed by 40-yard plays are not normal in a football game in the NFL. Maybe college, you know, maybe an overmatched team against a Power 5 conference gives up a real amount of chunk plays like this, but this is not supposed to happen in the NFL. On a day where the Niners had trouble establishing a little offensive rhythm, they more than made up for it in their big, huge, chunky plays that they took all over the Arizona Cardinals. 41, 35, 26, 22, 22, 19, 19, 18, 17-yard plays all over the football field. It's either happening in the air or it's happening with Christian McCaffrey. We saw Jordan Mason break off one of those 17-yarders yesterday. And look, Brock Purdy missed Brandon Ayuk on two plays that would have each gone for another 30 to 40-yard chunk of yards. You had the bomb to Ayuk that was broken up at the very last minute. It looked like Ayuk had dropped one in his uh, it, it, that was right in his bread basket. The replay showed the defender got his hand in there. All credit to the you know the player that made the play. It wasn't like Ayuk dropped one that hit him in the chest. There was a play made on that ball. The other plays where Ayuk sort of stumbled at the top of his route a little bit, and that turned into a Purdy overthrow. Either one of those plays would have been about a thirty to forty yard play that would have been averaged or added into the list of already 41, 35, 26, 22, 22, 19, 19, 18, and 17 yard chunk plays. There could have been two plays of 30 yards or more been put into that game. So it's an embarrassment of offensive riches. And some people want to tell the Niners, like, you should be embarrassed by this. One person yesterday, one person on Sunday legitimately said to me, Damon, well, the reason why Brock Purdy can't be the MVP is because his receivers are always so wide open. What exactly do you think the goal is here? What do you think every single football team's trying to accomplish? This isn't a a diving competition or an ice skating competition. We're dialing up a larger degree of difficulty is the goal. That's not what we're doing here. Make it easy. Make it easy with good coaching, well-executed plays, and talent. That's what every team's trying to accomplish. It's like some people who want to tell you what the Niners aren't are now holding 
how good they seem to be against them. That's something that's rare in sports, where a team is too good to be considered good enough. Uh, that's new. That doesn't happen very often. So there's some weird, weird noise out there. Weird noise. Get through all the noise and to the signal that is Damon Bruce Plus. Thank you so much for being here. Hit like, hit subscribe, hit notify. Memberships available. Little something to do. How about that? It's a little stocking stuffer for yours truly during the holidays. Uh, thank you so much to those who throw super chats our way. Had a lot of those come into the post game show Sunday night. Very much appreciate your support. It's been an extraordinary little run for this channel lately. Uh, some extraordinary running for Christian McCaffrey on Sunday. 18 carries, 115 yards, a touchdown on a ground to go with five catches on five targets for 72 yards and two more receiving touchdowns in the air. This guy is Marshall Falk reincarnated. This guy is Thurman Thomas reincarnated. This guy is a special player. Four total touchdowns in week four against the Cardinals. You add three more Sunday against the Cardinals. And Christian McCaffrey has scored seven touchdowns against the Cardinals, which is tied for the most touchdowns scored against any single team in the Super Bowl era. Like Christian McCaffrey is just handing these dudes their lunch every single time he touches the ball. McCaffrey's got 80 touchdowns in 89 career games. He's got his fourth season with at least 1,000 rushing yards and 500 receiving yards, and he is one of four players to ever do that in NFL history through 14 games. It's Marshall Falk, Tiki Barber, Thurman Thomas, and now Christian McCaffrey. It's incredible. You want to talk about the coaching? You want to talk about how prepared this team is? The 49ers scored a touchdown on their opening possession. And by the way, they were behind the scoreboard on their opening possession. Arizona, give Arizona some credit. Arizona came out and played some frisky offensive control. The clock, control the line of scrimmage, run the football down your throat level football. They did. All, all, all due credit. Respect. Cardinals are not having a good season doesn't mean that they, they don't have the potential to be a good football team. Well, the 49ers, after being down 7 nothing in the blink of an eye, they take their opening possession and score a touchdown. For the ninth time this season, the 49ers have scored on their opening possession. They have scored an NFL high 66 points on their first drive of any game this year. That's the NFL's best point total on an opening drive through 14 games in 23 years. You know, this team is out there scoring on opening drives like the undefeated Patriots. Debo Samuel has now scored one or more touchdowns in three consecutive games for the very first time in his career. And Chavarius Ward had a career game. His first two-interception game of his career, the first touchdown he has scored in the NFL on his pick six. And what a pick six it was. 
as I said on Niners Wake Up with Larry, you know, you really don't understand the skill and the speed and the athlete that that guy is until he starts running forward. Think about every single cornerback. Every play that they make starts in a backpedal. We had no idea that Chavarius Ward was that fast. Oh, my God. It was like he was shot off a launching pad. He read that Kyler Murray. He read his eyes. He jumped that route, and he just took off. And he, he popped it into fifth gear right away. Just boom, boom, boom. Shifting like Rocky in Rocky Four, Just gone in the black. Uh, was that a Lamborghini or Ferrari? Probably Ferrari. So it was just an outstanding day on a day where they didn't even play their best. They didn't. A defensive afternoon where you're giving up all those rushing yards, injury or not, can't be considered one of the best days. No one really expected the uh, the Cardinals to hang as many points on the Niners as they did. Didn't matter, but you know, nearly 30 from the Cardinals. Uh didn't didn't haunt didn't haunt the Niners giving up all those yards or all those points. You know, 6.1 yards per play. Arizona was rushing the ball for 243 yards. Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave were greatly missed in the middle of that line. It played differently without them. Hopefully both will be back for the Ravens game on Christmas. Because, man, the Ravens can run the ball. So, on a day where the A game wasn't even out there, the Niners win going away. What more do you need than that? That's Sam Darnold doing victory formation, the human victory cigar that is Sam Darnold. Rick Mighty Bone Feliciano says, if Brock's play is made better because of the system, why is it that the system chooses not to help Sam Darnold? Slightly slow, slightly off-angled throws. Yeah, what, what, what's that about? How come the system isn't readily available for Sam Darnold? How come the system looks a lot different when you change a piece in it? Maybe we just have to admit this Brock Purdy kid is pretty darn good. I don't think most of you have trouble admitting that, but some still do. Again, you can beat them over the head with statistics. You can beat them over the head with advanced statistics. You can beat them over the head with a team's win record and a division championship. Still not going to be good enough. And at that point, if you're not into it, you just ain't into it. Mike Baker says, do you see those of us who join you regularly? I sure do, Mike. And I thank you very much for it. You've been a super chatter over here for Larry as well. And we really, really appreciate you. Um, if I ever don't acknowledge, it's only because my eyes were somewhere other than in the chat and I didn't see it go by. And I hate when that happens. It's why when this football season is over, I'm going to be going to StreamYard because Larry's system Again, the damn system. Larry's system is better than my system at tracking your generosity. So I, I always want to acknowledge the generosity that you have brought to this system. So thank you very, very much. Like, subscribe, hit notify. That's how you make the YouTube system work for us.
Do a membership only Blue D. Bruce unplugged for show members. <laughs> I mean, well, look, well, well, yeah. I mean, you 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 want the you want the nudity show just for members? I don't think we're charging enough for that. But no, look, we are going to figure out a way to make those of you who have signed up to be members feel very, very good about helping to support us. And Stacey Leo is just saying, you're supporting the Bruces. And thank you very much. You are supporting me, my wife, my family with memberships and super chats or just liking and subscribing. Again, it's great to have memberships. I wanted to give those who wanted an avenue to help this grow and support it out there. But I also never want to take this audience, this community. It's not an audience. An audience, we're, I'm not talking at you. I'm talking with you. And I never want any member of this community to feel less than another member. What do you get a special color on your chats when you become a member? You get a little star or a sticker or something like that? Well, thank you very much. I'm going to tell you right now, you don't need a lot of medals pinned to your chest for me to respect you as a soldier. Everyone who is in here is uh, very, very important to me. Thank you for being here. You have a million different ways to choose to spend your free time. The fact that you spend it with me is a huge honor, and I thank you for it. Anna X says, I'm in. Gina says, Damon, couldn't figure it out yesterday. How do I sign up? I, I honestly don't even know. I think there's a join button on a YouTube page that is easier to find on your laptop than maybe it is on the mobile app right now. But I, I guess it takes a while for YouTube to, uh, again, push all the availability to all the different avenues and channels. Again, this we signed up and started this last night. Not It's not even 24 hours old. Like I've already told Jillian, we got to change the level of membership from Pluser to the initiated. That's what I will call you should you become a member. You are now among the initiated. But the word initiated still hasn't even shown up yet. It's just, you know, it says, welcome Pluser. So it'll hopefully change to initiated. Stacy says, I don't have a join option on my iPhone. It'll be there eventually. I'm guessing. I think I've seen it in other places. Again, I still don't even know what I'm doing. I, I don't. I, I don't even know what I'm doing. But we're starting to do it well over here. And thank you for the encouragement and the support. We will have a Club Plus going off here. I see the chat is exploding. So, look, everything that we needed to tell you about that Niners win in Arizona has been discussed thoroughly with yours truly and Larry Kruger. Go back and watch Niner wake up this morning for anything that wasn't included right here. But we went over this bad boy with a fine-tooth comb. And I'll tell you, the only thing that I really walk away saying, I don't like that, is the problem in their punt return. You know, Ronnie Bell nearly fumbled one away. I don't care how much Charles Johnson tried to tell you that was a fumble. It wasn't, thank goodness. But he has had trouble bobbling the ball now a few weeks in a row. Ray Ray McLeod, before he got hurt, he fumbled one nearly away. Uh, just fair catch the goddamn ball on punt return if, if you can't find anybody to do anything with it or just let it bounce. Like th there cannot be a special teams turnover between now and the end of the year. There's too much high leverage football out there. 
49ers Ultimate Report wants another Datu blessed. National media lost Dak and Jalen in the MVP combo. Now we have to begin the Lamar and Josh over Brock and CMC campaign. Yeah, they're going to work hard to make this as interesting as they can. But really, the truth is, the 49ers have the MVP on their roster. It's one of two guys. And the guy that doesn't win it gets Offensive Player of the Year. So I think that MVP is going to be Brock, and I think Offensive Player of the Year is going to be Christian McCaffrey. And if that's flipped, I'm cool with that too. It all works together. It does. There are some people who want to tell you that that is a weakness in anyone's MVP argument. I don't see how we do all acknowledge what the goal is here to have the best plan available and the most talent available to go out and beat your opponent routinely. That's what the goal is. And the 49ers check all of those goals. So now you got to reinvent a new set of goals for the Niners to accomplish. Again, moving field goals is a lot easier than admitting, maybe you got this wrong. Maybe you got this wrong. Mike Rossi, Damon's got viewers on five continents. First, you take Manhattan then you take Berlin. Ah, y'all volt. Hold on. I'm glad I saw this. This might have gone by quickly, but Albert, Albert Kwan. Damon, it is my birthday today. Can I get an oi, oi, oi? You absolutely oy, oy, can oy. get one of those. I'll even take it a step further for you. Happy birthday, Albert. And even though it's only 1134 outside of driving the Duchess, and I don't think one shot will impair my ability to drive the Duchess to the Safeway on Monterey where she's going to get everything she needs for cookies. It's a very important trip. But Albert, you have been in here supporting me since day one. I recognize your name. I recognize your face. And all I can tell you, is that you're part of this awesome community. Cheers and happy birthday. There you go. Woo! Woo! I don't think I was ready for that one. Warms the cockles of my heart right here. Who's ready for bowl games? Dirk Kaiser and Del Gilroy. I'm ready for some goofy bowl games. Give it to me, baby. Got to sit around and watch something other than a Christmas story 24-hour marathons. <coughs> seriously, I need a sip of coffee after that. Woo, that blackened. I wasn't, I, I, seriously, I don't think I prepared myself mentally for that one. I wasn't thinking that this would be I wasn't thinking that this would be a, uh, a, a let's do a shot show, but here we are celebrating Albert's birthday. All right, celebration over. Got to get back to business. A couple of other things before we hop into Club Plus. The Warriors won in Portland. 
on Sunday night, but Steph Curry's three-point streak is over. He didn't hit a three for the first time since, what, 2018? So I guess he has to begin his next march towards his next streak uh, in the next game. Here's the good news. The Warriors basically hadn't played a single game this year where if Steph was off, they were going to win it. But they found that game in Portland on Sunday. The team shot 53% on a night where Curry couldn't hit a bucket. And by the way, here's why Curry is great. He only had seven points and he only had eight assists and he didn't hit a three for the first time in several hundred games. He was still a game best plus 14. Winners find a way, don't they? Winners find a way. Clay had a good night. Wiggins had a good night coming off the bench. And let me just tell you that Trace Jackson Davis and Brandon Pajemski combined for 24 points, 13 rebounds, and eight assists. Steve Kerr has, I hope, uncovered the fact that he's got a couple rookies who can play. And not just, hey, don't go out there and make a mistake level play, but can help you win level play. Trace Jackson Davis really had himself a ball game last night. Brandon Pajemski has shown Steve Kerr that he's got to scrapple in him every single time he takes the court. What a charge he picked up at the end of that game. I'm loving Brandon Pajemski. We all know that I came in, you know, feeling Trace Jackson Davis in my soul. If Steve Kerr doesn't now acknowledge that his rookies can play, he's blind. He needs to get with the program, the program that he's running, that he's in charge of. The rookies can play. These young kids can play. It was great to see a good shooting night out of Clay. It was good to see Wiggins have a good game because this year goes nowhere if those two guys check out. But there are a couple rookies who need to check in for more minutes going forward, and we see that. And it's not going to make a veteran team worse when that happens. It's going to make a veteran team better when that happens. If more options makes the Warriors more dangerous, there are two more options than Steve really considers on a nightly basis to deploy to help you win games. And beyond that, how much longer is this calf injury for Gary Payton II going to last? He comes back into the mix. That should mean better basketball is coming. And let's be totally honest, Draymond Green, you know, you've let this team down in an extraordinary fashion. He's begun counseling, which is just bullshit. Draymond Green has no anger management issues. The guy's just an on-court asshole. Has been since he started playing basketball, and it's become worse with, you know, the, the ability to be whoever you are, Draymond, because you get everything that you want all the time. This team has enabled Draymond Green to behave this way. And if you give a kid an inch, he'll take a mile. And that's what Draymond has done. Draymond has taken his I'm an asshole act too far. He doesn't have any mental health issue, mental health issues. He is maybe uh, he's not a crying on the inside guy. I don't think there's anything going wrong at home that is distracting him. And I'm going to tell you right now that the NBA gives a huge swath of path to players to get their mentals right or deal with their personal issues. If Draymond really had any of that, he could have said, I need a week off, Steve. And he would have gotten a week off. But unfortunately, now he's got three weeks off. Shams is reporting that this counseling program that is performative, window dressing nonsense, but this counseling program that Draymond is underneath is going to continue for at least three more weeks. So we're going to get three weeks of Draymond suspension. 
That's not good. Um, but hopefully he'll learn his lesson. This I almost can't even say it. There's no way Draymond learns his lesson. What do you want to bet he gets a technical foul in his first game back? You can't, you, again, you can take the kid out of the asshole factory, but you can't remove the asshole factory from the kid. You really can't. So Warriors are going to be up and at it. Um, Without Draymond for the next three weeks, the Warriors host the Celtics Tuesday night at Chase Center. Jordan Poole returns Friday. Again, Draymond's not going to be available for the Jordan Poole return game, which that would have made it more interesting, let's be honest. Um, but then you got a back-to-back with Portland coming up. So the Niner, uh, the uh, the Warriors play back-to-backs Friday and Saturday. And then on Christmas, they're in Denver for an 11.30 a.m. Um, tip-off. And then, of course, the 49ers play the Ravens on Christmas Day at 5.15. And yours truly will be here on the air with you. I don't know, you know, and I I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again. A lot of people, they get to Christmas and it gets a little depressing for them because they don't have friends, family. They feel isolated. They feel alone. Well, guess what? We're going to be here on Christmas. I'm going to bring my whole damn family down here eating cookies and and wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. And I want you to be a part of this community and this family on Christmas. If you don't have one to go to, consider yourself, you got one to go to right here. So that's what we're going to be doing on Christmas. Two-minute post-game and Damon, two-minute warning. Join me there. And there will be there will be cookies. There might be eggnog. There will definitely be some whiskey. And we could get Jillian if the boys are still up. Why not on Christmas? They probably will be. They're going to be full of sugar that day. We're going to have we're 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 going to have a little get together, together, on Christmas. I'm looking forward to it. Last thing to bring up before we get to Club Plus today is look, the Giants just introduced Jung Hoo Lee. And I don't know what kind of a player he is going to be. No one does. Let's find out together. But I'll tell you right now, if being charming helps you win baseball games, the Giants are going to the playoffs because that guy brought as much charming fish out of water. This is my second language, but I am thrilled to be here as we have seen in a long, long time. He he was Absolutely charming. So who knows? Who knows what kind of player he's going to be? The guy's fucking adorable. I'll give him that much. David Ornlass. I'm assuming you're one of those Brock quarterback system guys. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, system isn't bad. Saw Dave is worried about uh, don't make the, the don't make the chat all just uh, membership guys. I won't. I won't. Look, there's there is never going to be a VIP section. I'm not going to treat anyone differently from anyone else who is part of this community. How you choose to support me, that's entirely up to you. I want to serve all of you. Everybody's voice in this room can be heard and matters to me. Again, we'll 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 prove that for you right here and right now, as we get into Club Plus, which means we have reached the end 
of today's podcast, if that's how you consume the show. And I thank you very much. The podcast is going to be downloaded more times in the month of December than any other month that we've been doing it. We are going to get more views here this month of December than any other month we've had views on the YouTube channel. We're going to get more subscribers. We now have members. We got more super chatters than ever before. And from the bottom of my heart, all I can tell you is thank you for returning so many positive points of information to me that this is working. This will never be the most popular show. This will never be the hot take attention grabber that I could have turned it into, but it's just not in my DNA to do that. This will never be a show of extremes. And the extreme people in the conversation usually get most of the attention, right? I truly believe, though, that the reasonable adult just wants to talk about sports without all the pearl clutching or the overt fandom and the nonsense that just happens so often. I, I really believe that that is the most underserved fan in America, and I am here to serve the underserved fan. Did you want a talk show that was based in what happened in sports, not a whole bunch of opinions of hypothetical bullshit? This is the show for you. And I thank you so much for supporting it. DMR, little Merry Christmas, D. Bruce, and a... Oi, oi, oi! Oi, 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 right back at you. Thank you so very much. And again, if you were listening on the podcast today, thank you. It's time for us to get into Club Plus on YouTube, which means podcasters, cheers. And remember that sports don't build character, they reveal it. And like that, he's gone.